opens it up. Bangs it a goal. He's got it. One for the ages. No. It's touched the post. Hello and welcome to Thursday Lines. I'm your host for today, Nikki. Thursday Lines is proudly brought to you by Little Birdie TV hunting form, topsport.com.au and the comics lounge. I have MG in the studio with me today. How are you going? Well, Nikki, uh, she's plenty going on. <laughs> what, a, what a week of sport. And there's, uh, there's dramas everywhere. Everywhere. Uh, the AFL code's having, having some issues. <laughs> NRL's got uh, NRL, issues. which we'll touch on shortly with Top Rope. But yeah, I'll, 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 before we go to Top Rope, I'll start off the AFL, obviously, with uh, just quickly, I guess, some positive news for Gold Coast. They've got... Uh, <laughs> Hardwick named as their new coach. Uh, I love the story. They try and spin on it that, you know, it was just done last week in Italy and all that, you know. The, uh, um, what they go on with this week, was, this this deal was done months ago. Seriously. I mean, if it was a nice way to write off a trip to Italy, um, you know, for the Gold Coast, if that was a good yeah. way for the, um, who went over the CEO? Yes. Yeah, Did CEO, he just say, yeah. oh, it was a, I need a way to, to write off my $70,000 trip or something to Italy. I better go over and get Hardwick, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah, well, it's uh, a big turnaround top rope on uh, on Hardwick going up to the Gold Coast. He was burnt out three months ago, so it's the quickest burnout in history, I think. He's, uh, it's going as well to be the end guy's boxing career. Um, <laughs> he was quoted in the press conference by himself that he's hungrier than ever now, so a <laughs> <laughs> fair talk, talk Talk about burying the lead, though. Seriously, look, here's the true story. OB leaves the OB leaves the AFL bunker, and all of a sudden, the umpires are shambles in the AFL. But they've actually admitted that they did it wrong. Like they've admitted it. They've come out and said, "Oh, okay, we got that wrong." They well, cannot survive sorry. without OB. They cannot survive without OB. It's all on paper. We can't change it for this week. Promise we'll get it right for the finals. Are you even allowed to do? Like, how do you do that? Top, top. What compensation do the clubs get where you've admitted you did it? You got it wrong. Yeah, well, they well two weeks in a row they had to they had to admit it. I, so. It's just been a debacle. The the Petrarca one, I don't understand why this week's got more uproar than the week before. Yeah. Um, I know listen to Adelaide miss out on finals as a result and it probably um interferes with two or three other sides potentially getting the spot. But the the week before with Petrarca's goal was just as bad. Hmm. And when we look back at the season, if Melbourne don't get close or winning the premiership it, at, at having yeah. home finals, that decision's worse. Right. Um all of that solid of all the officiating jobs in all of the world of sport. It can be not easier than being a goal umpire in, in, in the AFL. But seriously, how do you mess that up? But just bring back the butcher's coats and, and get them to do it. They're, they're Larry Singles. That's all they've got to do. How hard is it? It's seriously the easiest job in sport. I would tend to agree with that. Like, well, surely you can tell if the ball's gone through the sticks or not. Like, it's hard. Like if it hits the post, you know, if you, it's not hard. It's, it, it clearly is. It's got issues because this is not like this is not last week's game with Adelaide Sydney. It's not the week before with uh, Melbourne. This is an ongoing. You know, we've had a beef with this all year, and you know, there's been errors pretty much every single week. So let's not pretend this is a new issue or whatever. And you know, I love someone's quote where they said it's a billion dollar game with a five dollar scoring system, <laughs> and that at the end of the day, what it is, they don't want to make the umpires professional. Whether that would make a difference or not, we've talked about but, this before. But you know, um, you know, for Adelaide to get their beef, and it's not the first time they've been cost a match. Mm. Um, also, there was a terrible free kick that also cost them a match early in the year. Um, and just on that, Adelaide, Adelaide uh, fans should be directing more at their players for their inaccuracies. They've lost six games as direct result through bad kicking this yeah. year. So let's not pretend also that they missed the finals just because of a yeah. bad umpiring decision. Their problems are, are far deeper than that. They had a very good year and they just couldn't finish through mm. their efficiencies uh, on the field more than what the umpires cost them as well. But, yeah, they, they need a major overhaul. 
Uh, unfortunately, our man OB's left the building and it's just become <laughs> chaotic. So um, they're, they're going to have to have a major overhaul and just hope during the finals that uh, we don't have an incident that does cost the oh, team yeah. no, no, progressing, uh, you know, for a chance to win a grand final. So, True. yeah, it's a, it's a big subject. Unfortunately, we don't have the time to cover it all <laughs> in this one. But, um, yeah, very disappointing. It's a bad look for the game. And uh, oh, yeah. both the umpires and the scoring system need a major overhaul in the mm-hmm. off-season. Big news out of South Sydney yesterday. What is going on with South? thought you were throwing me in the assessment of the AFL goal. The AFL goal I'm on that thing. Um, well, we don't need to go into your we, – we, we can spend a bit of time on the bunker system up there. <laughs> Top rope, some of the decisions this year have been well, horrendous. Well, 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 let's start on the bunker before we get to South. What about this? Grant Atkins got, got demoted for um, for – for Alara trying on an eight t- on, on the eighth tackle, <laughs> in a seven tackle set and gets demoted to get three three bunker ga- bunker games. Now, seriously, if that's how the NRL uh, are viewing the bunker, given the role they've got in the game, absolute disgrace. That is by who's supposedly been demoted will now play a key role in deciding that to throw deciding three matches over the weekend. It really kills, absolutely. That's oh, crazy, crazy. Um, and, and and I'm assuming these three ma- which which matches does he get? Do you know? Uh it'll be out there. I'm not sure. I I like to keep it a surprise to direct my hatred if I guess who is actually in the box when you know, about in coming out because I'm gonna steal off that level of right. Heaven help the Bulldogs don't have Casey Badger. Um but yes, yeah, Souths. Uh what a what a capitulation it's been there. They kind of, they, a few weeks ago T shirts made about their their big road trip and it has been absolute schmortal. Uh, to to put it lightly, and that loss against Newcastle really seemed to bring things to a head. And, and kind of we've seen the split this week. Sam Burgess at the part of the club as an assistant coach. There's clearly a divide between Latrell Mitchell and Cameron Murray. Uh, yeah, see a Blake Solis coming up, you know, defending the club, defending this into for Sam and and the Rabbitohs to part ways. And the biggest rumor doing the rounds is that uh, Wayne Bennett. Uh, could be back in 2025 to coach the Rabbitohs. Uh, no. Mentoring Sam Burge. I'd be surprised if it was the mentoring Sam Burge spot, but we'll see how he goes at Warwick. But uh, I'll, I'll, take, I'll take better than even money that Wayne Bell will be head coach of, of, of the Sassy Rabbitohs in 2025. Holy moly, how old will Wayne be then? Doesn't matter. <laughs> Wayne's got, well, Wayne will die in the coaching box. Wayne will, Wayne, like, Wayne has no, like, most people will have other lives that they want to get to, but they have a, like, his only priority is doing a lot of money coaching rugby league for, for his uh, his son who's got uh, uh, some player challenges and and to coach rugby league and he will just coach it until he dies. Like Wayne Bennett, uh, but there's a fair show that Wayne Bennett will die on the sideline. That's how my name. He will keep getting jobs because he keeps getting results. No, no matter the Dolphins didn't make the finals this year, there was uh, under no under no measurement. Did the Dolphins underachieve this year? They were the raging hot favourites to win the Wooden Spoon. They haven't been in Wooden Spoon protection all year. They've come out with the roosters in real might and they have done nothing but uh, over exceed their expectations all year. So, um, yeah, Wayne, Wayne's going to find Wayne's going to find jobs, and, and clubs want to find Wayne because when you look at some of the absolute morons who are given head coaching jobs these days, Anthony Seabolt will be thirty. If Wayne Mount wants a job, Wayne Mount get a job at balls from clubs. Right? Go through some scores from AFL. Yeah, it seems a long, <laughs> long time ago. Let's go. Now. Come on. Every week seems to drag out longer and longer as we get closer. But uh, yeah, round twenty-three for the AFL. Uh, actually, got late tickets to this game, so mm-hmm. thanks very much for uh, 
sneak him in there, even though it wasn't near a sellout. Plenty of empty seats again for the AFLs. So they should wouldn't uh, have been in the outer MG. It wouldn't have been in the outer. I'm guessing. No, it wasn't in the outer top row. But as I said, I got looked after. I put out a call and uh, delivered. So uh, beers were cold. Very good game and the right result. So the uh, the overs flew over there in Brisbane. Uh, continue on their merry way. Um, it was a very good game to watch, though. High standard, and hopefully some of the finals are uh, of this level. Uh, running through the rest, Richmond uh, send off two of their champions, Cochin and Rewalt. Uh, Kangaroos lose twenty in a row, so they're going well. Um, Carlton uh, got the job done over Gold Coast. Strange match. Gold Coast led by 40 points early uh, and were on fire and then just hit the wall and stopped and Carlton ran over him to get the uh, get the win there. Uh, unfortunately, your team, mm. Nikki, I, th- I think you've sacked Essendon by now, surely. Mm. Uh, they got absolutely smashed. This was a final. The loser was out and Essendon rock up and get beaten by that amount nice. and only score 36 points. is disgraceful. Mm-hmm. Uh, St Kilda get the job done against Geelong, who seemed to have checked out early. And they certainly checked out for this week, which we'll talk about shortly. But uh, St Kilda, um, six on the ladder and going very well. Um, and that was a good win. Defence, again, they can't be scored against at this stage. Sydney get the uh, controversial win against Adelaide, where obviously uh, we won't go into too much detail, but Keys kicked the goal and the umpire balls it up and uh, end up did uh, make them not get into the finals. West Coast get the mm. massive upset against the Bulldogs. <laughs> what an error from the Bulldogs. Um I'm not sure how they lost this match. Watching the replay again, I think the Bulldogs just assumed that they were still going to get the win, even though West Coast were competitive to the edge. So uh, now West Coast, uh, sorry, Bulldogs um, need uh, GWS to lose their last round and they yeah. need to beat Geelong to get in the final. So it's out of their own hands. Melbourne get the job done against Hawthorne. Uh, it was a pretty ordinary match. Melbourne just defensive orientated to get the job done. And Port Adelaide got the job against Fremantle, who have packed it in for the season. Thanks, MG. Okay, so a quick wrap of the bookie wrap. Uh, we had six of nine faves, three of nine covers, three of nine over totals, and four of nine for the home teams. And for the season, that takes us to 67% of faves, 47% covers, 52% over totals, and 51% for the home team. Yeah, pretty even week. Not mm-hmm. much to report. Uh, low scoring. And, uh, yeah, there's a few disappointing uh, results. So, yeah. That's a pretty much uh, where they are. They're close to the 50 mark and uh, the favourites are getting up around the 70%. The Sharkies, top rope. Yeah, Sharks uh, did a job in the Cowboys. Cowboys jumped to another lead there, but uh, he went for the Sharks. The Cowboys now have to, have to win out to sneak to the finals. On the third to 12. Warriors Seagulls, controversial game, according to Summit List. Uh, Warriors won 29 22. It was uh, 22 all late uh, in the game when. Uh, a charge down uh, Seagull steel goal led to uh, Ruben Garrick jumping high in the air and landing in his back. And, uh, but that was play on six. That rule was broken. That was uh, very, well, very well officiated, that one. The Warriors went for it fast that and deserved a win there. Roots of the it was very, very poor. Very, very poor. They've got Mitchell Mose on the sideline, but uh, they're, they've been pretty poor to coach at the moment. Their, their, their lack of creativity is really kind of coming to the floor, and the Roosters making it. We play around that last game against South. We're possibly going to decide a final spot in that one. So that's going to be a fascinating last round of fair final start of the week early. Dolphins 24 23. You wouldn't believe it. Happy Chorus now from the sideline, not a recognized goal kicker. Took a sideline kick from about 32 33 out. The those that you know their Pythagoras theorem, that was about a 45 46 meter kick. Uh, hit the crossbar, went over the punch. So something for our. Uh, the AFL players to have a look at. It went through the mill. Uh, Panthers beat the Titans 40 to 14. Uh, betting right there. Those are the Titans plus. So the heart broken in the end. <laughs> they led it early. 
the Titans and they were down by eight with about 20 to go and uh, and the Blues were 26 live, plus 21 and a half. Storm 38, 28 in that absolute shootout up at Wollongong. Knights 29, Bunnies 10 Knights all over south at seven wins on the trot for the Knights. Brad Myers got a hat trick there and in a pretty low game. And the Raiders get the balls, 36 to 24. Little bookie wrap for the NRL. So six of eight faves, three of eight covers, six of eight over totals, and four of eight for the home team. And for the season, that takes us to 69% of faves, 47% of covers, 48% over totals, and 57% for the home team. Yeah, there's not a lot of Newton to note there for, for the season. It's all kind of about where you would, would expect. But what we're seeing in the last few weeks is a lot of favourites are winning, but they're absolutely not putting teams to the sword. So they're not covering these massive starts that are going on. So, um, yeah, we're seeing favourites and we're seeing those, those kind of mulching up, those shorties are collecting all the cash lately, but uh, Reed Morris is not covering. Thanks, Top Rope. It is going to be a great end to the NRL season because we've got a few games that are going to, like you said, there'll be a couple that will decide who plays in the eight, which is great. All right, shall we take out the global wrap quickly? Quickly for the global wrap. Victor Hovland, take me through the BMW. That was absolutely nuts. That's uh on around the BMW, it's probably Scheffler. Uh, I haven't had a look at the fair, the fair prices there, but uh, I dare say he traded sub dollar ten, uh, nine under five. But of course, Scheffler would be to hold on to uh, to win the BMW championship and set up a once a thrilling to a championship final this week. There's probably no more boring grand final in sports around the world than the to a championship, uh, especially with this staggered start. It's not a stall gift, it's a PGA Tour event, so. Uh, pretty ridiculous, but uh, yeah, hold on. Very well and shows he is a he really does belong in that kind of top tier elite level of, of all golf. That that nine was about as good as he gets. This oh. week, this week, top rope the tour championship it moves to. Have you got uh, a tip outside? Obviously, Sheffield is very short at the around the two thirty eight mark. McElroy's at four fifty. Hovland at five forty. Is there uh, anyone outside the top three, or is Sheffield just one and done in this? Well, Sheffield's probably going to win it, but the, the betting mark that I'll be looking at is the 72, uh, the 72 hole winner, taking away the start. Uh, I am backing Max Homer. I think Max Homer was a, a very good show this week. Uh, kind of in that range where he knows he needs to go low to win, but yeah, he didn't try and defend lead, but he's close enough to be able to do it. And one of the smoky, when you get 125 to 1 on him being the uh, having the, the lower 72 holes, Taylor Moore. You know, 125 to 1, 400. So, 751 for the new win at all. You're a long way back, but I absolutely love Donald Ross courses. So, I'll be looking at uh, those two as my main places. US Open? Yeah, US Open. So, in the tennis, we just finished up with uh, the Cincinnati Masters as mm-hmm. an uh, important lead into the US Open. So, uh, just quickly, the men's had an epic final mm-hmm. between the top two uh, favorites in the US Open between Djokovic and Alcaraz. It was uh, unbelievable. The last two sets were tie breaks. Djokovic saved, uh, he was down a set and also down a break. So to come back and uh, create all kinds of records and extend his lead in, in the amount of Masters mm-hmm. won in the major tournaments. So uh, we've actually seen a shift in the betting for the US Open now. Alcaraz was favourite and they've actually probably swipped the swap positions and also the, the price now. So Djokovic there, you can see his favourite, very much a two-horse race uh, out to Medvedev at 9.25 and it gets out really quickly after that. So it's just uh, these two are going at it at the moment. It's the... The old and the and the young, and uh, they're putting on some uh, classic battles. So it'll be uh, there's one of theirs to lose, and hopefully they make a final and, and as good mm. as the Cincinnati Masters. Just quickly in the women's, since we've got Dust Tech, their favourite at three twenty five. Zabalenka, they've been the two dominant players this year. 
Goff just won the Cincinnati in the women's, so she's into $8. Ryber Keener at the 9.25, and then you can see it gets out the gate. So just be aware in the women's at 12 of the last 16 majors, they've all had different winners. So mm-hmm. it's generally um, it's not a favourites event for the women yeah. at the moment as opposition to the men's. Amazing. And then uh, what do we got? The FIBA men's World, World Cups, Cups well. keep rolling oh. on in 23. So just quickly, we've got it actually starts tomorrow. Um, it's in three different countries in uh, throughout Asia, Japan, Philippines, and Indonesia. We can see the betting there on screen. USA dominant favourites at a dollar eighty. France, a second pick, eight twenty five. Australia now have replaced Canada for third pick. They've swapped ten dollars. Canada eleven. Spain at twelve and Serbia at thirteen. So Australia actually kick off. There's eight round one matches tomorrow. At different times, all found at top sport. We'll just have a quick look at the Australian one. They play Finland in their opening match at six o'clock tomorrow night. The line there, Australia dollar seventeen in the head to head line of ten and a half, and the total at one sixty nine. So follow that for. I think it goes for a month. So there's uh, plenty of matches on each day, and uh, yeah, as you can see, Australia we've got a chance at a medal. So it'd be good viewing. Okay, now the nitty gritty. It is time for Thursday lines. Proudly brought to you by Topsport.com.au. Family owned and operated for over 35 years. Bet with a bookie you can trust. Bet with Topsport. Okay, let's go to the AFL Premiership. Yeah, it's a Premiership. So it's uh, Collingwood at 370 at the top there. Brisbane four dollars. Melbourne at 440. Adelaide at 550. And Carlton are nestled in there at the 875. Yep. The rest shake out pretty mm-hmm. hard. So yeah, there's a lot. There's a few matches. Uh, not all matches this week have got bearings on it, and different clubs will know their. Their fate going into their matches, yep. but yeah, there's most places are up for grabs, and that and the the market will shuffle shuffle around uh, what happens obviously this round, uh, and we'll check out next week. But yeah, there's um, five dominant teams at the moment. Mm-hmm. Gina, how'd you go last week? Uh started well. Friday night was good. Wish I pulled up stumps after that. After that, it was a bit obvious. So yeah, two or five. Um, Slight loss there again. So, yeah, the uh, percentage keeps falling. Hasn't been a great month, so I've got to fire up for the final series here. And I find this week very, very tough being the last week. There's a lot of uh, teams that are not trying, have packed in, are on holidays and stuff like that. So, yeah, we're going to tread warily this week and uh, hopefully have a good final series. Of course you will. I know you will. I've got your back. All right. Top rope. Talk me through the NRL. Come on. Oh, how can the Panthers be 210? This is sickening. Go after it. No. It's sad. It's sad to 10, but. We'll say, sound the alarms, the pap is back. The we'll pap is back. Week. We'll play this week and uh, hopefully we'll see the storm continue to shorten up. There's, yeah, there's no way the Warriors win the credit trip or anyone below them. So uh, the only one you can make a case for, you can make a case for South, you can make a case for the Roosters. Only one of them's going to make it, if any of them. So we wouldn't want to be jumping on too soon. But, yeah, it ties the current losing. So. And how'd you go last week? Uh, yeah, can Continuation of uh, how things being won. So, uh, very, very poor run again. So, that's what was unfortunate. So, uh, too many, uh, yeah, too many favorites we ended up covering. Yeah, like we touched on before. Okay, that's all right. We're going to get to finals soon. It's all going to happen. Do you want to take me through this first game? This is going to be awful. The Bombers <laughs> and, I mean, I don't know how this can be Friday night. Okay, Friday night, 7.50, Essendon take on Collingwood. Essendon, 4.30, Collingwood, $1.20. The line is 29.5 over under 173.5. Well, they put this fixture on because they thought Essendon would be playing yeah, for a spot in the finals and they balls it up. So <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, so um, in this in this game, yeah, it's a bit of a concern. Collingwood have got to win uh, to guarantee top spot, but it's kind of weird because it doesn't really make a difference if they finish first or second, which they they locked into if Brisbane win. Yeah. They'll still get a home final at the MCG. It's just a matter of who they play. So mm. Essendon's season is obviously over, yeah. so very hard to judge upon this game. The betting uh, has gone a bit Essendon's way, which is not surprising because Collingwood's have got a few out. But, yeah, it's 
Open 31 is down to 29. Uh, the total hasn't really moved. Um, yeah, it's a bit bit hard to uh, kind of tip you in. Collingwood have won the last three straight. Head-to-head, uh, -head, they've won 13 of the 21. Yeah. So it does lean with them. Uh, they played in round six and Collingwood got the job by, done by 13 points. So everything points to a Collingwood victory. I doubt whether Essendon would get up for this game to win. Uh, it's pretty hard to get into the margin. I think the total's about right. Uh, in, 173 is high enough, but Collingwood have uh, been in eight straight over games. So... Uh, they they've got a defence that's leaking at the moment, so maybe look at the over total. But yeah, probably a game I'm just going to sit and watch and see how Collingwood get through. Okay, sit and watch there. Thanks, MJ. Now Panthers and the Eels. But tonight, seven fifty. Panthers a dollar oh eight. Parramatta eight dollars. The line is eighteen and a half, and the over under forty three and a half. Yeah, uh, Panthers resting a few players. Dan Edwards, Nitruva uh, will sit out this week. Roman Nasky clearing might but looking at the the team cuts, I'd say he's probably likely to play at this stage. Doesn't matter. Panthers minus eighteen and a half. That's the bit. Uh, Eels have played pretty well against Panthers in their season, and well and truly for now need a minor miracle, as they say in the classic mathematical possibility, but nothing more. Probably need a week. Point in the bit of Panthers by about fifty, so uh, probably not a deal for them. Penrith. Unstoppable on Perini underrated by the market. 24 and 11 against the spread at Penrith Stadium. They bounce back well off a bad defensive effort, and 14 points is a bad defensive effort for the uh, for the um, Panthers. They are 9 and 3 in spread finals, conceding 13 plus. And Parramatta, they win, cover on this first two, and they do not win the night. They've covered just 3 of 16 as an underdog, so I'll be jumping on the Panthers here. Oh, over Panthers. Thank you. Okay, this will be a good game, MJ, I reckon. Brisbane St Kilda. Saturday afternoon, Brisbane, a dollar twenty-three. The Saints, four oh five. The line is twenty-six and a half. Over under one sixty-eight and a half. Yes, uh, second v six. So this is a good game, and um, both are playing for something. Uh, Brisbane have got to win to uh, finish top two, yep. and with a chance of finishing top, but definitely top two to get home finals. And then they've got their destiny basically only to win those two games and come to the MCG mm -hmm. for the grand final. That would be their pathway. Um, both winning forms, Brisbane have won three straight, St Kilda have won two straight. Head-to-head, -head, Brisbane have won their last three against St Kilda. Uh, they're also undefeated at the Gabba 10-0 this year, so they've got a few stats going their way. The market has come for the outside of the Saints. I think the line uh, was a touch big. It's come down from 28 to 26. I added around the 25, so it's probably where it should be now. Uh, St Kilda will try and make it a low-scoring game. Their defence, Brisbane won it totally offence, so... Two opposing styles. Uh, the only guide we had uh, round 15, so they didn't play too long ago, these two teams, and Brisbane won down here at the Dome by 28 points. So, um, as I said, they've won their last three. So they do have the Woodovers and Kilda. I think the total's about right around the 168. I think it's slightly under because I think the only way St Kilda can win the game is to make it into an unders game and head-to-head -head these two teams, eight and one to the under in the last nine games. So I think that would be the way to go, the under total. The under there for MG. Okay, now we're going straight to the Raiders and the Broncos Saturday night. The Raiders, 3.45. The Broncos, $1.31. The line is 10.5 over under 45.5. Yeah, Raiders on the verge of history here. Uh, looking to become their first finals team to enter a final series with a minus 100 or worse differential. Amazing. We said the year that they would be. So about the finals, it's beneficiary of... The easiest draw that I've seen in, in like 12 or 13 years of kind of doing that kind of work. And they are certainly making a, a truth out of that one because they are an awful team who have been playing finals. Uh, <laughs> uh -oh. 
I absolutely love the Broncos. Yeah, I kind of went this kind of thinking probably on the Raiders. I know the Raiders got a good recent record against the Broncos, but the Raiders have played just four of six down at home with a win. None of their last four has done the double of at least six. But here's the key one. Here's the key one. Broncos put 50 on the Eels last time they played. Teams are scoring 50, 28 and 9 against the spread the last four years. 15 and 2 against the spread when on the road. So, uh, Absolute chips in the Broncos here. I think they're going to come this. I'm going to win this by 30. Oh, by 30. Oh, I like that. Yes. Okay. Thanks, Stop Bro. All right. Sydney and Melbourne. Sunday afternoon. Sydney, $1.74. Melbourne, 205. The line is three and a half over under 162.5. Yeah, another good game, Nick. Seventh mm. um, v. Fourth. And again, both playing for uh, home ground advantage. Yeah. Uh, they will know their. Um, they will know their situations going into this game, yeah. so that could vary, especially Melbourne. They might not be able to move on the ladder, um, come to their game. So just be a bit wary if you're mm-hmm. going to bet in this game early uh, that Melbourne could uh, – they say they're not going to, and obviously guys like Petrarca – well, Petrarca could be potentially playing for a Brownlow, so he's already stated he wants to play, but Melbourne could rest some other players, maybe Gorn and stuff, if yeah. they can't move on the ladder. Um, but from a form assessment, uh, Sydney have now won six in a row. Uh, probably the second most informed behind Carlton in the comp right now. They have a dominant head-to-head record. They're eleven and three, and they've covered ten of fourteen against Melbourne. So it's a pretty dominant record um, against a good side in recent years as well. And uh, obviously at the SCG, they'll defend well. Melbourne have won six out of the last seven, so can't complain on their form either. But as I said, Melbourne will know yeah. um, their playing. position, whereas Sydney will be playing for home ground advantage yeah. regardless. So. Um, and also Melbourne dusted them up in round three. I know it was a long time ago, put uh, one by 50 points. So maybe a little bit of revenge for Sydney if they get the opportunity as well. Uh, Sydney have covered their last three and Melbourne haven't covered their last three, even though they've won a couple. So uh, the betting-wise is I'm surprised Sydney are actually favourite. I had Melbourne slight favourite. So I'm just going to wait till the day of. I think uh, if I'm going to have a bet, I'm going to back Melbourne. Um, betting's actually strengthening for Sydney. So we'll see what plays out. Uh, I was keen on the total. The weather has changed a little, so probably less than that a little. But um, the over over 157s when we bet, it's gone up to 162, back to 161 with a bit of weather. So, again, just probably hold and wait. But this game, I'll be looking to bet something on the Sunday. Got to be on the stings there. Okay, I'll be looking forward to your tip. Thank you. Now, top rope, this is going to be great. The Knights and the Sharks. The Knights, $1.67, Cronulla, two twenty. The line, three and a half over under 44 and a half. What a turnaround to for the Newcastle Knights. They were, Adam O'Brien was a game away from being fired for the Wallace. He, uh, he, was, he was dusted. Mm-hmm. 66 on the dogs that day, and they won seven straight out, and favourite to win eight straight. Uh, one of the hardest games of the week, but Newcastle has covered eight of their last ten at home, seven of their last nine to win, four down in the seven years, spreads a home favourite. They've scored 28, 26 plus in their seven wins. Lead towards the Knights hit. Uh, honestly, it is a turnaround like no other, and and like and I think Cronulla will at least bring something because they've they've gone all right in the last five or six rounds. They've been amazing. What a game! I'm very very excited for this one. Okay, slightly excited for this one. Let's see Friday night. What have got the Warriors taking on the Dragons? The Warriors a dollar fourteen. The Dragons five seventy five. The line is sixteen and a half over under forty eight and a half. Biggest betting game on the week for me. Dragons plus sixteen Ooh. and a half over forty eight and a half. Steaming to both options in this one. Drags are a good record against the Warriors historically always have, and they've won three of the last four. Like the keys here, the Dragons have they've lost only four games since round three by more than twelve points. They are not a team that's been getting absolutely hammered this year. 
Warriors admittedly were one of those when was, was last time I met, but the Warriors have not covered any of their last four. None of their last three is a double-digit favourite. Just five of their last 17 have scored a 28 plus. The Dragons covered five to six as underdog or 12 or more. Very can the Knights here. And the over is a sensational bet. 14 and three when the, Knights, when the Warriors are off scoring 28 plus. 10 or five when the Dragons are at underdog at least two converted tries. Love the over. Love the Dragons. Chips in. Chips in there for top rope. All right. And then we go straight to, oh, this will be good. The Dolphins and the Cowboys. The Dolphins, 320. The Cowboys, $1.35. The line is 8.5 over under 48.5. Yeah, zero chance on laying 8.5 points to the Cowboys on the road. They have regressed to how they were the beginning of the year. Their finals hopes cling by a thread, but they have covered just 19 dollars 46 on the road. They're 2 and 10 on the road this year. Dolphins, look, their season's done and dusted, but they have covered 8 of 12, getting at least 8 points start. They almost pulled off a big upset of the Tigers last body. They get some key troops back this week. And we said Tabby off the door, uh, calling Lemon Lemon among them. So, uh, yeah, like the Dolphins this one. Oh, the Dolphins. I do like it. Okay, your man, he's back. The Storm take on the Gold Coast Titans. The Storm are $1.09. The Titans, $7.50. The line is 20 and a half and the over under 49 and a half. Here, this one here is the day. Day some conditions. Afternoon football, rare after football for the, uh, for the Storm. But they've covered 12 and 19 in the day. Papa's back. He's got probably. Probably only get 30 to 40 minutes. You'd think kind of playing it through the middle, just kind of getting accustomed to it. But the Storm have covered 18 and 28 in Amy. They've covered 6 or 7 off conceding 24-plus. Daytime conditions, they tend to beat up on bad teams. Titans have covered just 40% in the state over the last four years. I am very, very keen on the Storm as well. No surprises there. Okay, my boys, the Chooks, we're going to take on the West Tigers. The Tookies, $1.15, the West Tigers, five fifty. The line is 15 and a half over under 45 and a half. When you want to look at one team's dominance over the other, there probably isn't any better recent record than the Roosters over the Tigers. They've won 20 of the last 22. Last time they met, the Roosters won 72 to 6. Amazingly, in the last 24 games, the Roosters have covered 21 of them. So they have tended to thump the Tigers. Linda was the Roosters, but I'm not confident enough that they're, going to be, they're worthwhile laying a big number at the moment. We'll be back in the over, though. The over's hit in the last five of these. And these two, it is 16 and 7 on the Tigers for a big underdog. 19 and 9 on the rest of the Australia 30 plus. I like the over in this one. Oh, thank you, the Gophers. Thank you very much. And we move to Canterbury Bulldogs and the Manly Sea Eagles. Canterbury, 255. Eagles, $1.52. The line is 5.5 over under 46.5. Oh, what a low, low game between two low, low teams. <laughs> <in this hour. laughs> The dogs are continuing to embarrass themselves. They can't tail for the life of them. They are 30 and 32 plus points in six of the last eight or something like that. Six of the last eight Bulldogs games have, have totaled 60 points. So they can't defend. They can score a try at the moment. Um, Manly, their over is 13 and 20 on the off a loss, 20 and 12 on the off scoring 22 plus. You're a game punter to take the line on either side of this one, but uh, I'll be taking it over. It's a low, low, low game. Oh, I'm going to tell the husband that, that you think his team are low. All right. Don't worry, it's a white team low as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks, Top Rope. Okay, shall we move on to the last few AFL games? Mm-hmm. Hawthorne and the Dockers. Hawthorne, $1.57. Fremantle, two thirty. The line is 9.5 over under 169.5. Yeah, so we've got uh, the six games remaining. We've got three dead ones. So mm. they've hidden the... Uh, these two straight up early Saturday. So this is a dead game, uh, 16th v 14th on the ladder. Both their seasons are over down in uh, Tassie. Um, 
Yeah, I did fall into Frio at the plus 13 and a half. <laughs> I'm not overly confident, but I just can't believe Hawthorne is such a dominant favourite um, when both got nothing to play for. Um, I just think I, the big number at 13 was too big. It has come down to nine, so the market's trending in the right direction. Hard to get a gauge on the total. I think the total's high, but I understand why it is because, you know, the, the, the effort may not just be there. I had the, yeah. to, I had the total more 160 and it's at 169 at the moment. So it's pretty hard to bring in when there might just be no pressure in the game. But, yeah, if I was going to uh, have an interest, I'm going to have free out the plus. Free out the plus there for MG. All right, we move straight to North Melbourne and the Gold Coast. North Melbourne, $4. $4 the Gold Coast, $1.22. The line is 22.5 over under 173.5. Yeah, another dead game. No one playing for anything. 18th v 15th. Kangaroos lost 20 straight. They're going for the number one pick, so I can't imagine they'll be trying too hard. Uh, the market's suggesting that. They opened 16.5 Gold Coast, now 22.5. I think it'll just keep going one way. Uh, this game won't be carrying any of mine. I think it will be um, lowish total. I understand, again, why it's total 173.5. Stats say it's going to go under. Gold Coast, six straight under. Kangaroos, under five of their last six. But, again, if there's no pressure in the game, I can understand some loose scoring, but, yeah, I can't imagine the kangaroos will be doing too much of it for myself. <laughs> not a game for me. No, definitely not. Okay, we go straight to Geelong and the Western Bulldogs. Geelong, 2.25. The Bulldogs are $1.60. The line is 5.5 over under 165.5. Well, so far the review's not going – the previews aren't going great and this one's not going to be any better. I know the AFL hate talking about tanking and stuff like this, but this market has moved 17 points already in the market. Oof. The bookies open up on Monday. Geelong favourite minus 12.5. Now it is the Bulldogs favourite minus 5.5. Who knows where it's going to finish. Geelong have already pulled out. I think there's six or eight players without mm. the teams being listed. Mm -hmm. Half of them are in hospital getting surgeries. So they certainly uh, checked out of this game. The Bulldogs yep. have to win after yep. their disgraceful effort last week. So they must have some fire in the belly. Uh, I think they'll get the job done. I think this market, it could start double figures by the time of game time. So... If you're going to, uh, you're a Bulldogs fan, you think they'll make the finals and get revenge and that, I'd get on now at the five and a half. I just can't imagine it's going to go any, any way, even though it's down at Geelong. Um, yeah, I think the Bulldogs, if they're worth any salt, especially after last week and want to play finals, they'll do a job on Geelong who aren't trying. Of course not. Okay, let's go. The Weagles and Adelaide. West Coast, 440. Adelaide, $1.19. The line is 29 and a half over under 179 and a half. Yep, another dead game, uh, 17th v 13th. Unfortunately, Adelaide with the umpiring decision last year aren't playing for anything this week. Uh, the market has come for West Coast. They are at home, and their last probably four to six weeks have been better. So they opened at 33 down to 29.5. As you can see, they're very high total at 179.5. There could be um, pretty much no pressure in this game, and they might be putting on a show. Um, they might blood some kids as well in this game, but yeah, yeah. not one for me. God, no. Okay. Port and Richmond. Port, $1.12. Richmond, $6. The line, 37 and a half over under 178 and a half. Yes, one team is trying. Mm. Uh, Port Adelaide have got a chance, depending on some results, to try and get home ground advantage in a final, whereas Richmond's season is done. They had an emotional send-off to two of their champions uh, last week, so I can't imagine they will be uh, using this road trip, anything other than an early pre-season uh, weekend away, I would have thought. So, yeah, the mm. market's... Um, Pretty high for Port. Hasn't really moved. Uh, again, I think most of the betting will be done the weekend. I do like the over in this total, uh, in this game, sorry, the over total. Uh, bet over 175 and a half. So 174 to 178, I think this will start in the 180s, and I think this will be uh, just showtime for both both teams. I think there'll be plenty of points. Port Adelaide will want to get in form, and uh, they'll do the job. All right, over there. Now, this is going to be a good game to end the season. 
Carlton take on GWS. Carlton, $1.60. GWS, $2.25. The line is 7.5 over under 167.5. Must win for both. Yes, must win. Uh, they will know their positions G- fully, obviously, going oh, in. Oh, yeah, right. So GWS uh, won't have to win if the Bulldogs don't beat Geelong now. Obviously, we've just mm. spoken about uh, mm. the Bulldogs look like they're going to get the job done. But mm. if the Bulldogs do win, then obviously the Giants is an elimination final. So the market's been absolutely smacked here for the Giants. Carlton opened 13.5 down to 7.5. So all the money is for the Giants also on the back of thinking that the Bulldogs are going to have to win. So that's yeah. understandable. And Carlton may not have to do anything depending on the results. So it's a be wary. If you like the Giants, I'd get in early. If you like Carlton, bet late. Uh, as we said, Carlton have won nine straight. Uh, GWS have won eight out of the last ten. So they're both in informed sides. Head-to-head, Carlton have won three straight against the Giants. So um, not a betting game for me, but mm. there'll be plenty of movement and you're going to have to bet at the right times to get the maximum value. But, uh, you know, I, I think um, I think Carlton will get the job done here. I think they'll win 10 straight and go into the finals. Yeah, they're going to have a lot of momentum going in. Obviously, yeah. everyone at the club's really excited. Never seen someone so excited in my life, <laughs> honestly. All right. Thanks, MG and Top Rope. That is a wrap for this week. Punters, you can get the GGOA and the Stings in the Little Birdie Live TV shop. The boys don't mind putting your bet out. Make sure you're checking Top Sports as well for all the uh, punting and all the odds. That's a wrap for today. We will be back next week. Follow us on YouTube. Download our podcast everywhere you get your good podcasts from. We are on socials. We are on Twitter and Insta as Little Betty TV. Uh, have a great weekend. Happy punting. See you next week. Bye.